Hello, it's Pastor Malcolm here with the service for Sunday the 30th of October. Last week we had a farewell service for Naaman and the family. We are sad to see him go and we'll continue to pray for them. So as we come to our service today, how are you feeling? Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let us pray. Father God, I come to you now feeling weary and burdened. I'm heavy laden with many things to think about and problems weighing on my mind. I come in response to your word. I hear the voice of Jesus and I come and lay my burden down. I come to the foot of the cross and declare you are my saviour and redeemer and Lord. I pray that you would breathe your Holy Spirit into my life afresh, that you would let your light shine in my life. I want to walk close with you today. And Father God, we pray for Naaman and Ruth and the family as they establish themselves in Carlisle. We pray that you would bless them, bless their children in their new schools and college. Father, we pray that you would bless Naaman in the things that he'll put his mind to in these uh, weeks and months to come. Father, we pray they would make good friends. They would find a church that would be a spiritual home for them. We pray that Father God, as you have led them to this place, you would establish them and that they would find joy in serving you there. Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to listen to a song from Gloria and then we're going to share, I'm going to be sharing from God's Word. There is a higher throne than all this world has known Where faithful ones from every tongue Will one day come Before the sun will stand Made faultless through the land Believing hearts find promised grace Salvation comes Hear heaven's voices sing Their thundering anthem rings Through emerald courts and sapphire skies Their praises rise Oh glory, wisdom, power Strength, thanks and honor are To God our King who reigns on high forevermore the reading is from joshua chapter 1 and from verse 1 to verse 9 joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 9 after the death of moses the servant of the lord the lord said to joshua son of nun moses assistant moses my servant is dead Now then, you and all these people, 
get ready to cross the river Jordan and into the land that I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. May God speak to us through his word. How do you cope with change? Are you the kind of person who relishes change? Or does it unnerve you and make you anxious? We have seen much change in recent weeks. The Queen, after 70 years on the throne, has died. And we now have King Charles III as our head of state. The Prime Minister, who was elected after a long selection process in the Conservative Party over the summer, has lasted only six weeks. Her successor was appointed in only six days. And here at Black Horse Road Baptist Church, Naaman, who has served this church for almost 20 years, has moved on. For many of you, you can't remember Black Horse Road Baptist Church without Naaman being around. What do we do when change comes? How do we respond to changing times in our world and in our church? I feel for Joshua. He was one of the younger generation of Israelites who had grown up under the leadership of Moses. Moses had delivered them from Egypt, witnessed incredible miracles, established the law and covenant between God and his people, and he had led them through the ups and downs of a journey through the wilderness for over 40 years. They arrive at the east bank of the Jordan River and Moses looks across and he can see the land that God had promised them. He'd never been there himself, but he'd, he'd heard the stories of old, how Abraham had been called by God to travel from Mesopotamia into Canaan to establish his family there. He'd heard how Jacob had raised 12 sons, but one of them was betrayed by his brothers and sold into slavery to Egyptians. How Joseph had in fact become their saviour through the famine that gripped the land. Joshua and Caleb, during their time as they'd wandered in the wilderness, had been sent out as spies who had walked to this land and reported back that it was fruitful and it was theirs for the taking. Moses had come so far and achieved so much, but his time had come. And there on the east bank of the Jordan, Moses died. 
I wonder if the Israelites hesitated for a moment. How can we do this without Moses? He's always been there for us. Maybe we should change the plan. I wonder if some doubted Joshua's ability. Can he do this? Can he step into Moses' shoes? I wonder if Joshua doubted himself and wondered if he could really do this thing. At this sad time in the history of the people of Israel as their leader died, at a time when they were still nomads without homes and fields of their own, at a time when there was every reason to become anxious about what was going to happen next, God called Joshua to step up to the plate. Step up to the plate is, a, is an idiom from baseball. I haven't seen, I don't watch a lot of baseball, but I did when I went to New York, I went to see a baseball game with the New York Mets. And fascinating, um, the crowds, the uh, excitement and uh, the, the drama. But the idea of step up to the plate is when the hitter, the batter um, or the batsman, as we would say in cricket, um, is caught out. And it's time for the next one to step forward with the baseball bat, ready to receive the ball that will be thrown at him. As he steps forward, he's the key man on the field at that moment and all eyes are on him. The pressure is huge. Will he step forward and do well or will he crack under the pressure and fail? When we read this passage in Joshua chapter 1, we realise the pressure that Joshua was under. God was calling him to step up to the plate. And in times of change and in times of challenge and in these times, God is calling you to step up to the plate. In verse 1, we read bluntly that Moses has died and the Lord says to Joshua, now it's your turn. Step up to the plate. You can do this. In Deuteronomy 31, verses 1 to 3, God had already given Joshua and the Israelites a heads up. Verse 3 says, Joshua will lead you across the river. In verse 23 before, uh, of Deuteronomy 31, before Moses died, the Lord says to Joshua, be strong and courageous. You see, God had already sown those words into his mind and into his heart. For you must bring the people of Israel into the land I swore to them. Joshua had already had a heads up about this. The Israelites were already primed to know that Joshua is the one who is going to take over from Moses. God had prepared Joshua for this moment. But you know when you face times of change or, or you uh, somebody you know who's, who's about to, is, is dying and, and when that moment comes, it doesn't matter how prepared you are. When someone you love and respect dies or change comes or the moment happens, it's tough. The Lord says to Joshua, the time has come. The time has come. And I want you to notice that in these few verses, that three times the Lord says to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. It's there in verse 6, verse 7 and verse 9. Why is that? Well, clearly the Lord knew what was going on in Joshua's mind and heart. Joshua was scared stiff. He was thinking, oh, Moses, why do you have to go and die just at this moment when we need you most? Can I do this? I wonder what situation you're facing at the moment in which you need to hear those words. Be strong and courageous. What situation you are facing at the moment in which you feel weak and not sure whether you can 
rise up to the moment in which you can step up to the plate. In 1 Corinthians 10.13, we read, No temptation or testing um, has overtaken you except what is common to humankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted or tested beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted or tested, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. It's a great verse from the Apostle Paul saying that you will be tested. You will be tempted. But God is faithful and God is not going to let you uh, be tempted or tested beyond what you can bear. And here God is saying to Joshua, you can do this, Joshua. You are ready for this. You have all that you need to make this happen. You see, there are two perspectives going on here. There's Joshua's perspective and God's perspective. Joshua's perspective, inevitably, although he doesn't voice this in the, in the scriptures, who am I? How did I end up stepping into Moses' shoes? How can I possibly do this without falling flat on my face? I, I feel like that so many times. I sometimes feel I can't do this. It's too much. The challenge is too great. I can't go on. I can't take this step of faith into what I believe God is calling me to. Sometimes the circumstances of life become overwhelming. But God's perspective was different. He is saying to Joshua, you are the man. You are the right person for this. You can do this. I have prepared you for this. What are you waiting for? Now is the time. Step up to the plate. What situation are you facing at the moment in which you need to hear those words? From the Lord, be strong, courageous. You can do this. The second big thing I see in this passage is that God does not leave you on your own. You see, I want you to notice the way God speaks about the task facing Joshua. Verse 3, he says, I will give you. I, verse 5, I will be with you. Verse 5, again, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 9, the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God does not leave us on our own. He doesn't call us to things. He doesn't ask us to step up to the plate. He doesn't, uh, when circumstances happen in our lives that are difficult for us, he doesn't say, look, you can do this. And then leaves us on our own, adrift. When Joshua steps up to the plate, God has his back. God has prepared him for this moment and God will enable him to complete the task he has called Joshua to do. When you face difficult challenges, whether in your Christian life or in your work, at school or with your family or your health and your relationships with others, the world can suddenly become a very lonely place. When you face grief, you suddenly feel very much on your own. Even in a crowded room, even with lots of people all around you, you feel alone. Joshua was surrounded by the entire nation of Israel. But as he failed this, faced this task, he, he inevitably felt lonely and weak at that moment. But God reassures him, you are not alone. This is me and you together, Joshua, because I am with you. 
I will give you this, this land into your hands. I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord your God. The Lord. You see it in capital letters. This is the, uh, the Lord uh, as he revealed himself to Moses. I am who I am. I will be who I will be. The God, the creator of heaven and earth. The God who is with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses is your God and is with you in the challenges that you face. Psalm 23 gives a penetrating insight into the loneliness of King David as he faced his enemies. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Psalm 23. The day King David in his loneliness as he faced his enemies you the comfort of God being with him and giving him strength. Dealing with his fears, his loneliness, his anxieties and enabling him to put it into perspective and see God's perspective and trust in the Lord. If you read through the book of Joshua, you will see that he faced opposition as time went on from outsiders, from his own people. And it would have been too much for him to bear, but God was with him. So we see how um, God calls you to step up to the plate, as he called Joshua. You can see how God promises not to leave you on your own with what you are facing, just as he did not abandon or leave Joshua on his own. But the third thing I want you to know in these three verses is that God has given you the secret of your success. You know, particularly when we're younger people, we want success in life. We want to achieve great things. Look at what it says in verse 8. God says to Joshua, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So the question is, where will your success in life come from? How do you measure success in, in, in your life? Does it come from a great career, a great education? Does it come from accumulating huge amounts of money, a big house and a fantastic car? Does it come from looking beautiful and glamorous? It's great to have nice things. It's good to look good. It's nice to wear nice clothes. It's good to appreciate good design, a comfortable home. But if those things become your obsession, if those things become your vision of what it means to be successful in life, then you will never be satisfied. You will always want more. You will always be looking at the next person down the road who's got the, 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 the even bigger car or the, the bigger house or, or more money than yourself. You will never be satisfied. 
But the Bible says success in life doesn't come from material possessions. It comes from reading, meditating and living out God's eternal and living word. That's where the joy, satisfaction in life comes from. The God who made us, the God who created us, knows the best for us. And unlike the law in the Old Testament, the Bible we have today gives us so much more because through it we discovered Jesus. We discovered Jesus, our, our saviour, our friend. The word became flesh and lived amongst you. When we open the scriptures, we discover Christ. And the Holy Spirit is our teacher and God speaks through it. So where does your wisdom for living uh, uh, for living your life come from? Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. You know, I want to encourage you today in these changing times to get into God's word afresh, to read it, meditate on it, live it, to read it at home and read it with others. Our grow groups are great places to learn together. Don't learn from it to preach to others. Learn from it to change your life. Learn from it so you can serve God in the ways that he is calling you to. Learn from it so that you will be the success that God wants you to be. You know, sometimes the voices and noises in this world are so loud and persistent that God's voice is lost in the midst of it. We need to make space for that quiet time with God to draw near to our Heavenly Father, to know his love for us, that he wants the best for us, to hear his voice through his word. And when we are rooted and established in him, we will have courage, we will have courage to face each day. We will have the strength and courage to step up to the plate in confidence, not in ourselves and our abilities, but in the abilities that God has given us, in the skills God has given us, in the gifts that God has given us, and in the fact that God is with us and we don't stand there alone. To walk in the strength of the Lord and to be successful in the things that God has called us to, that's the most important thing. And that is what God called Joshua to. Let's pray. Father God, we acknowledge that we are going living through difficult times, changing times. As we acknowledge this, the rapid change in society and the threats all around us, politically, financially, with the climate, with war in Europe, Father, these things can make us very anxious. And yet in the midst of these changing times, like Joshua, you call us to step up to the plate, to be strong and courageous, to know that we are not alone, to step out in faith, knowing that you are with us, to endure the circumstances we face, knowing that you will carry us through. And Father God, we uh, want to draw close to you. We want to open your word and learn from it. We want to grow in it. 
We wanted to speak to us day by day because we know, Lord, through your word, we hear your voice and we need your voice, your wisdom in our lives day by day. So come, come Holy Spirit and be our teacher. Come Holy Spirit and fill us afresh. Come Holy Spirit and may we see Jesus. Amen. And there we'll find a home Our life before the throne We'll honour him in perfect song Where we belong He'll wipe each tear-stained eye As thirst and hunger die The Lamb comes as our Shepherd King We'll reign with him Hear heaven's voices sing Their thundering anthem rings Through emerald courts and sapphire skies Their praises rise All glory, wisdom, power Strength, thanks and honour are To God our King who reigns our